And here we are again, another week, another year older. Well, I guess another week older. Well, I'm another year older, but that was three weeks ago. So, by the way, happy birthday. Yeah, that's. I mean, I did tell you happy birthday on your birthday. So. Yeah. And before your birthday. Yeah. How was your birthday? Uh. You want to talk about it? It was all right. It was kind of a mixed bag situation. I got you. I got you. So. I have an interesting topic I want to talk about this week. Yes. And uh, I know it kind of piques your All of this stuff fancy. is my wheelhouse. Your fancy? Yeah, this view. is all of this stuff. You ever heard of the movie Fire in the Sky? Yes, I have. Uh, Roswell? Uh, the movie Roswell? You mean the no, TV no, no, show no. Roswell? No, the place Roswell. Uh, yeah, I've heard of the place and the TV show. TV show was actually pretty damn good. Haven't seen the haven't seen the remake. Have no desire to. All right. Okay. So Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. Area fifty one. Right. S four. S four. That is the secret site that uh, a guy named Bob Lazar worked at. Is that is he the guy that called in to the Art Bell, uh, radio show back in the day? Uh, I believe so. So. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where like the guy claimed to be like in a plane flying over Area 51, calling a radio announcer, and no, 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 no. Okay, no. We'll, so we'll Bob Lazar, that. Bob Lazar was a scientist mm-hmm. uh, working at the secret site called S4 uh, in Nevada, and it was just just outside of uh, Area 51, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. There's a Netflix series or ne- Netflix documentary that. Uh, was done kind of on him. Um, so basically what had happened is he he was working on this top secret project um, for the U.S. government, and he was basically sanctioned to work as one on one section of the project, right? Uh, it was very compart- compartmentalized, mm-hmm. how do you say it? Yeah. Um, so he didn't really know the whole aspect of things. He knew his part, and his his deal was to work on these ships that uh, they were trying to reverse engineer and figure things out. So he was he was basically tasked for the propulsion portion, and he knew that the propulsion systems that they had on the ships were something that was not something we had come up with. Dealing with gravity propulsion. Yeah, gravity drive. Right. So he signed a, a disclosure basically when he was hired to do this, um, you know, that he wasn't going to share any information and that basically his whole life was going to be monitored. He didn't really understand how in depth that monitoring would go until later on. So he was working all these crazy hours, um, doing. Uh, you know, getting calls, having to go in. And his wife thought that he was having an affair. Oh, shit. Okay. So part of this is you have to have a stable home life. That's part of the agreement, right? Uh-huh. So they also record your phone calls. You're basically your phone's tapped. And they record all of that. Well, his wife thought he was having a an affair. So Talks she went about out. to her friends or well no she went out and had an affair. Oh shit! Right with a with a uh, air airplane instructor, uh-huh. flight instructor, and he didn't know about this, right? But but the government did. So they're like, hey, we need to kind of suspend him. So they they suspend him from coming in. They stop him, say, you know, we're gonna suspend you. He doesn't really know why. They're just kind of waiting to see how things play out. This is fucking juicy. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, he's like, what the hell is going on? You know, what the what the hell? So he decides he's going to tell some friends. And he knows they're not going to believe him, right? Mm-hmm. But he has the flight schedule of the flights that they're going to use. For the test? For the test flights. So he goes out to the desert and takes some friends with him. And they go watch the first flight. And they get away with it. They're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? What the fuck did we just see? Right? 
So then they decide. Fucking they decide they're gonna do it again. Oh, bad idea. No, they get away with it again, uh, and and they got away with it a few times. And I can't remember if it was the third, fourth, fifth, whatever. Uh, no film evidence. Well, they decide they're gonna film it. Um, but you know this is back in the eighties, oh, so okay. obviously the film was pretty terrible. Uh, yeah. But they go out there, and he, and, and he says in a in this documentary that you know they got pretty careless. Uh, they, he's like, I think we took a motor home out there. It was basically like a tailgate, you know. So it's pitch black out there. They're like recording some of the stuff. They're getting some footage, and they're like, oh yeah. And everybody's like basically partying, watching this, and they see this green light drop in the pitch black, right, mm-hmm. and roll towards them, and it wasn't until they turned on some headlights that they realized what it was. So this whole time, these soldiers are, like, right up in front of them uh-huh. in pitch black watching them and listening to them, but they're watching them through night vision. And one of the soldiers had dropped their night vision scope, uh-huh. and it, the scope rolled towards them. So the green was the, the light from the night vision. So when they turned on the headlights, all of a sudden they just see all these soldiers. This is like an X-Files right? episode that I saw. It's it's probably based on that. So he ends up, you know, they take him in, and, and I guess he, it's funny to listen to him talk because, uh, you know, he's being interrogated, and and uh, the, the commander or the chief or whatever is like, you know, when you said you weren't going to tell anybody, that included your friends also. Right, you know that, and I guess he was super sarcastic about it. It was it was good stuff. I mean, um, what if I found out that? Because I'm guessing he did all this before he realized that the government knew that his wife had cheated on him. Right. So at this point during the interrogation, that's when the affair comes up. They start asking him about that. He has no idea. Yeah. And that at that point was when he realized. Just how deep their their mm-hmm. monitoring goes. Well, I'd be pissed. Well, he was. Then he had to go home that night. Yeah. Right? I don't know the full details on what happened when he went home. I, but, but how did he not get sent to a black site for, like, the CIA and just... He doesn't know. Because... I so mean, that's, that's one of the reasons a lot of people try and debunk him. Is because they're like, if this is so true and this is what happened, how come they just let you go? Yeah, they would like disappear him and his friends. Like the, you, you would know, think they'd like you know pump them full of drugs and take the motor home and drive it off a cliff and, and be like, you know, he said this was, it's there's not just one or two. There was several of these airships. Yeah, because each ship was. I'm basically not going to ha- say what you want me to say, but it's an airship. <laughs> Air quotes. UFO. <sighs> well, okay. Unidentified flying object is literally the description of it. Just that. Yeah. So UFO does not mean alien spaceship. Right. There's another term. What is it? UAP? Unidentified aviation something. Uh, UAP? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, But the thing is, is that. Unidentified aerial phenomenon. Okay. This guy is describing a vessel that goes through the air, but we we don't know any of the specifics about it, so it's unidentified. Right. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's a catch-all term that people use to mean alien spacecraft. It's a catch-all term that people use to mean alien spacecraft, but it's really, its description is just an a, a object in flight that you cannot determine what it is or right. whether it's manned or... Could be a weather balloon. Exactly. Could it's, be a... It's never I, I agree. Uh, so that's yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. I'm I'm pretty sure I probably I mean I've I've heard all this stuff uh, in the past. I mean I've watched like all of like the Fox like specials on this stuff. I've watched like the Aliens, uh, Ancient Aliens, right. all that stuff. Uh, but I yeah, this one you might have actually got me on this one. I don't recall. I don't recall. I mean, I've I've heard stuff like this before about someone like giving away like government secrets like this shit. I've never heard about like someone was porking the guy's wife and like some like you know NSA dude was like, dude, this guy's out working on fucking UFOs and his wife's getting plowed. Right. I mean, I feel bad for the guy because it's like he's <laughs> and he's he's really a scientist. I mean, he really uh-huh. is. Uh, if you listen to him talk, he's a smart dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 
physical or what are they? Physicist. Par- particle. Particle physics. Yeah, particle shit. See, I sound dumb as shit. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that would be working at CERN on the uh, Large Hadron Collider. Yeah, that and um, he talks about having like uh, those particle separators or shit in his living room. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's like a pretty credible person. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people have tried to discredit him Uh uh, over a lot of this stuff. But the, the hard part is people really can't discredit him. I mean... There's multiple people that are saying the same thing, and it was it was different people he took out each time, right? Mm-hmm. And these are people that don't necessarily like each other, mm-hmm. they don't know each other, or whatever, and they're all telling the same story, same mm-hmm. story. So to me, I'm like, you hear the same shit over and over from different people that either A, don't like each other, B, don't know each other, or C, didn't have time to corroborate their story there's got to be some sort of truth to it. Well, and the other thing being that let's, let's look at everything at face value and just say that he was working on experimental aircraft. Right. And he was taking his friends out to watch flights that they shouldn't have been watching. Right. And the government came. Correct. All of that could be true. And that would corroborate everything, but it wouldn't necessarily mean that it was based on designs taken from an alien spacecraft. Agreed. However, the the flight, like the there's video, and if you mm-hmm. look at the way these things are flying, it's nothing like we. I mean, even till to this day, there's nothing that flies like that. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know where it's here and then here. Well, it's like we and then here the stealth and then here. the stealth bomber. I mean, it was it was the stealth bomber was was classified as an unidentified flying object for who knows how many years. That's what I'm saying is you know, and then it came out that. Oh, God, they got this fucking crazy ass airplane. Yeah, today's Spaceship. today's top secret is tomorrow's like common occurrence. Right. Where it's like if the government is working on a piece of technology or equipment, it's going to be, you know, super top secret. You're not going to hear whispers about it. And they could have it like pretty much ready for the assembly line. Uh so there there is that I mean, I'm, I mean I'll save my opinions on what I think about UFOs and possibility of alien life for later right well i mean and then another one i i was watching was uh commander commander fravor i think is how you say his last name uh david fravor so you know he's working on the he's working on some uss cruiser ship um and they get sent out to do some i don't know what they call it aerial exploration um, basically maneuvers no it's not maneuvers they're they're sent out to see you know because something had been showing up on radar right mm-hmm. and they wanted they wanted Aerial imagery. Checked out. yeah basically it was all radar and this and that mm-hmm. and uh you know so they go out and and i haven't watched the video yet, but they call it like the it's called the tic tac video um so they go out there and they you know they get so close to wherever they're supposed to be and then they tell them you know hey we're basically we're in the quadrant of where we need to be, and they start actually looking out the windows to see what what's down there, what's up there, whatever. And they see this this shape that's flying that looks kind of like the shape of a tic tac, but it's fucking long, you know. It's it's huge, um, and it's moving in a, in a way that doesn't make sense. And it wasn't just him; there was you know several other people, and there's some video of that that was released. But again, it's another another credible person you would you would think that is saying, "Hey, this shit's real." Mm-hmm. What the hell? Um, he said they were out, or he was talking about uh, how you know when he came forward with this story that some other people had finally come forward and said, "Hey, can I talk to you about this?" And one particular one that stuck in his mind was a helicopter pilot. They were out doing some things, and uh, they had to go out. And I guess uh, when they send out torpedoes and stuff, they can recover them to, to get data off them, telemetry data and trajectory and all that stuff. Uh, These are ones that aren't meant to detonate. They actually just have, like, sonar capability or something. Yeah, or they have some other stuff that gets set off with torpedoes that records everything going on. I can't – I couldn't tell you exactly what it's called, but you can look it up and 
understand probably what a smarter person would say is really cool shit. But mm. basically, they, uh, you know, these f- deals get set out with the torpedoes or whatever, and um, they have ballast in them. So when they get to a point, the ballast opens and they float. And they have a specific coordinate, you know, and they send a helicopter to go out and get them. Well, they go out to get the swan and they're, they got a diver down in the water. He's hooking everything up and they start winching it up and they, he's the helicopter pilots looking, you know, down through the windows and out the window. And he sees this huge black shape, like coming from the depths, I guess you will, from the bottom of the water coming up, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they get the diver, like halfway up, cause he's trying to figure out what the hell it is. All of a sudden this, this dark mass just, Sinks back down. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. He doesn't, you know, he's like, ah, what the hell? He doesn't really know how to explain it. Doesn't really think much of it. Just kind of goes about his way with it. Well, they have to go out again and pick up another one. And they're they're getting the diver in the water, right? They, mm-hmm. They're dropping this diver down, and he sees the same thing. And it's getting closer and closer, and the diver's not in the water yet. And he's like, bring him up, bring him up, bring him up. You know, and so they start bringing him up, and nobody really knows what's going on. The diver's kind of freaking out, going, what the hell, what the hell? And all of a sudden, they see that torpedo or whatever the thing is mm. in the water just get sucked down, just disappears. You know, and everybody said, oh, no, it, you know, the ballast failed and it sank. And he's yeah. like, no, I've seen things, I've seen things sink. This didn't get sank. It got sucked down and just disappeared into this black mass and then just disappeared. It wasn't Cthulhu, a submarine. Bud. Wasn't a submarine. It's Cthulhu. I don't know what Cthulhu is. Uh, I've heard of it. I'll, I'll, I'll go. We'll, that's a whole other episode. So, you know, it's just you hear about all this, these sightings, um, and another guy that's really I didn't know this, but Dan Aykroyd, yeah, is super, super in depth because he's been going to Belushi Farms, bud. <laughs> <laughs> shit I don't blame him on that but super into alien life form UFOs and and is really really educated about it yeah like Jesse Ventura Jesse Ventura is kind of in I don't know if Jesse Ventura is into the uh, alien stuff but I know he's into like conspiracy theories and stuff like that this is that old wrestler guy yeah he was also uh, the governor of mm-hmm. somewhere yeah he was governor not of my state, so I don't remember. Uh, but he was also the one who uh, had like that beef with Chris Kyle. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, and then you know to, to kind of touch base on that, the same. You know, I never really believed in aliens, I guess, for a long time, but more and more comes to light. And I remember as a child, I got taken to the movie theater back in. Fuck, I'm gonna say like ninety. Two, somewhere in there, 94. There was a movie that came out called uh, Fire in the Sky. Mm-hmm. And I was fucking terrified because I knew that it had been based on a true story. And, you know, obviously, I would have been like eight years old yeah. seeing this. And I was like, oh, my God. And the movie, like the source material being like real life gives it that sense of like, Right. I mean, I don't want to go in the woods. Yeah, but it's also the fact that, like, if you watch the film, it's not handled like your normal, like, UFO story. Like, the amount of, like, you don't even see the, quote-unquote, like, aliens or the ship or whatnot. You don't even see that shit for, like, an hour, I think. Yeah, it's pretty far into it. Like, you, like, you're, like, first they're all out in the woods, they're driving back, then there's lights, and then a buddy disappears, and then it's, like, another couple of days... And then they find him, and then it goes into what happened. And, like, the stuff on the ship, it's not all, like, you know, like, lights and bee-boo, let me, you know, put my finger up your butt. It's, like, it's, like, fucking terrifying. Right. I mean, it was in-depth. Yeah. And just, I mean, still, I've never watched it again. Never. And I've seen some scary movies that didn't phase me. To this day, that movie still has a hold on me for some reason. I just... It fucking terrifies me. Yeah, I don't. I have need it. to probably rewatch it because it's probably terrible <laughs> by today's standards. No, I think it still holds up because I've watched snippets of it 
like I I've I might have rewatched it like once or twice since. Yeah. Not for a long time, but because uh, I have that same thing with Pet Cemetery, the original one. I can't watch that movie. All I mean, it it's, it just holds up. I mean, it's one of those I remember. I remember vividly seeing the 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 beam of light, you know, come down. And mm-hmm. The guy's standing there looking up, and and it's I think it's the picture of the the cover. Pulls it up like a claw at the uh, arcade. Like the light goes through his chest, mm-hmm. and it just I, I don't know. It just still gives me the heebie-jeebies. That's that Mila Jovovich one. What was it? The fourth kind or something? The was Close it? Encounters. No, it was with Mila Jovovich, and she plays like a like a psychiatrist or a therapist that is helping these people, and it's based on a true story again. I want to say it was the fourth kind or something like that, uh, but that's supposed to be a, a very similar to Fire in the Sky, from what I understand. Yeah, 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 the fourth kind. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it myself. Uh, Shit, that was two thousand nine. That was yeah, that was a while back, eleven years ago. You have I've never seen it either. Yeah, I mean it's just you know, I don't know. It's it's one of those films where I kind of like I heard the real story. It's got a I, terrible rating. So it's yeah. probably really good. <laughs> you never know. I mean, we'll think about it, bud. That's back when we were working at like the video store and stuff. Oh yeah, that was a good time for movies. Oh, God, right? I know. It was like you know they were just making them for fun. Yeah. Like yeah. Strange Wilderness, you could not make Strange Wilderness now. No. And that Without movie, a paddle. Yeah, but Strange Wilderness was that was a horrible movie, but it was still fun to watch. Right. Was John Claude in that one? Ah, I couldn't tell you. It's been a long time. It's neither here nor there. It's one of those, you know, I remember working at the video store back in the day, and uh, obviously we watched movies because they were free. Mm-hmm. And and I think one of the things is a, a video store person, you're going to watch movies, right? Yeah. We watched movies whether they were good or bad. They were free, so okay, we just right. watched them. Yeah. And so a lot of times I could tell you, oh, yeah, I saw that, or I didn't see it. Mm. A lot of times I could say I couldn't even tell you if I watched it, but I probably yeah. had. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it was the same thing when I was working at Hastings. Uh, it was just that sense of like you felt like you were kind of behind the curtain almost. Mm-hmm. And I had the same thing when I was working at the uh, movie theater because I would get to see movies like we would get like, you know, a little bit of like advanced screening and whatnot where we get to see them before anyone else. Right. Which was the same thing with us because we'd get the movies like a week beforehand mm-hmm. and we'd get first crack in them. Same thing with the video games. Well, and they did that because they wanted you to, uh, you know, tell the customers what you thought. I wonder if that's how the men in black feel. I mean, <laughs> they could be real, dude. Well, yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I, where, I honestly where believe. That, I where believe does that right. story come from? What the men in black? Yeah. Well, it comes from like, um, I believe like firsthand accounts of like Roswell. Dude so, showing up in suits and making shit yeah. disappear. Project Blue Book, all that stuff. I know that you're itching. I can see it in your face about some conspiracy. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, no. I know it's there. I can see it. What? Like your your conspiracy veins bulging out of your forehead. Dude, I love this shit. So I love anything that like pierces the veil of our world. Like Stranger Things. Well, or is that too much? Well, that's that's <laughs> fiction. I'm talking about like. As a kid, I always believed that the world was bigger than what I saw. Okay. Kind of like... Well, the world is clearly bigger than what we see. Eat a dick. What I meant was, I always felt like there was something underneath the surface. Something that we weren't willing or weren't able to comprehend in our small human brains. Now, are you talking like under the surface of the earth? Or is that just... Under the surface of perception, of reality. Stick with me now. So it's it's basically like when Hagrid shows up and goes, "You're a wizard, Harry." So, uh-huh. Yeah. Or when Obi Wan shows up and tells Luke that he's a Jedi. Well, he doesn't tell him he's a Jedi, but he tells him that there really was Jedi. Like before then, Luke didn't know that there was a bunch of space wizards that could control lightning and stuff. I have always held a a deep personal belief that there must be something other than what we can comprehend. Now, do I necessarily think that, you know, the government has a bunch of, like, greys locked up somewhere with their big black eyes, like, you know, working on the next super flu? (laughs) 
Not necessarily. But it's, it sounds like you kind of do. Shut up. <laughs> I don't necessarily believe that we will ever meet any of the other races that are out in the cosmos or at all, period. Really? Well, yeah, because, I mean, at this point, all of the all of our best scientists can only posit theoretical means of travel between the stars. Meaning that if you wanted to go to the next inhabitable planet, which we, I mean, we've only found a couple of like Goldilocks planets, maybe the only way so far that we could possibly do it would be to like, basically go to every single planet that we could uh, mine and make like a freaking super ship, like basically a, a colony ship that would we would be able to survive on for centuries as a species like generational ship kind of like in independence day how the aliens arrive on ships that are the size of like you know half a state Mm -hmm. and you would have all the resources you needed on there to propagate the species for hundreds of years until you could reach another solar system that is the only possible method i've heard and that's not even necessarily feasible with our technology now and that's if they didn't have like hyperdrive and yeah hyperdrive gravity drive slipstream any of the stuff you see in the movies because faster than light travel like some of the science behind it and i'm not you know i have uh we'll go into that in another episode but i have a little bit of a uh theory Braden's theory of causal permanence my own theory of time travel states that any method or mode by which one would travel through time must remain constant throughout the entire trip but so time has to remain constant well it means that like i'll use back to the future because that's what i always use if marty mcfly wanted to go back to 1955 and nail his own mom then the delorean would have to stay powered throughout the entire trip so he would have to leave 1955 or 1985 delorean is powered it would have to basically be creating the uh, whatever you want to call it time gap. Well, the uh, portal that he rift. went through, yeah, rift you can call it. Uh, it's basically keeping him back in that time. Well, the DeLorean would have to, from the point he left, stay in 1955 throughout the years for 30 years until it reached 1985. At that point, tying basically a knot in the trip and creating a separate universe that would then at that point go off on its own. So you wouldn't actually like change time in your own universe. You would create a new separate universe that went on from that point. I just, I have a question for you. Okay. You don't do drugs? Uh, not anymore, no. (laughs) (laughs) Cause that sounds like some fucking mushrooms. Well, it's, it, it all came to me because I'm not a physicist. I'm not a scientist. But it's, you know, I understand some of this stuff from reading books. And as far as I can comprehend, in the universe, there's only one constant. There is only one thing that never changes. It can only be added to. Do you know what that thing is? Time. The past. You can never change the past. You can only add to it. Can you change the future, though? Because the future hasn't happened yet, so how do you change it? Well... I mean, I don't. I can't tell you about the th- like theoretical, you know, because really you can't change the past, because I mean you. I mean you can't change the future because the future is whatever's going to happen. Right. So you. I mean you can't change something that hasn't happened. It's true. Uh, but you also you can't change something that has happened, which is why I'm saying if you could somehow go back to a point and then from that point you would create a new separate universe so let's say let's say marty mcfly let's say this is real you realize we're getting off aliens now right yeah we'll go back to that okay but uh because i mean it all kind of ties together but marty mcfly goes back to 1955 you're saying the delorean has to stay powered up in 1955 through the years. The flux capacitor would have to... To 1985. To 1985. And at that point, a new timeline would basically take forth. Exactly. So basically but from the perspective... how does he get back to 1985 if the DeLorean has to stay? He doesn't. So he would have to stay. Yes. So the thing is, is that... Well, I mean, 
uh, as far as like the science of it at that point. I mean, it's I mean, it's fucking all it's all you know, it's a fucking movie. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, I they flew saying a fucking is, train back in time, bud. Yeah, what I'm saying is, is that need roads. What I'm saying is, it's like a, it's like a river, okay. And you're you're going down the river, right? And it's if you throw a big enough boulder back in the stream, mm-hmm. changes the flow. You can divert the flow, but you won't experience that because you're already going that way, right? Well, are you in the river? Like, are you on a raft? What I'm saying is, if you were to keep going and throw a boulder behind you, mm-hmm. you would not experience the change because the boulder is diverting the water behind you. Right. All the water that you came with would keep going. But it would theoretically create two pathways. Yes. That would eventually merge back to one. Well, not necessarily. It depends on where the water flows. You might have it where the change you make might not be big enough to really divert the timeline that much. It depends on who you talk to because some people like to think that time would kind of course correct, which, I mean, that's in the belief that you could actually change time in your universe. And then you have people like me who go with the butterfly theory. A butterfly flaps its wings in South America, and there's a hurricane off the coast of New England. Right, the butterfly effect. Right. Which, by the way, primo movie. Yeah, but the thing is, is all as far as I'm concerned, all the movies, TV shows, and books, comic books, whatever, they always handle it wrong. Because it's always like, oh, I got shot, so I never met my wife. And I'm like... No, it's like you broke your pencil during a high school test and you became Adolf Hitler. The The amount of change that can happen from an innocuous event in your life is insane. Theoretically. Well, okay, well, not even theoretically. I can prove it. Okay? The night that you and your wife laid down, <laughs> had a little cavassier, Made the beast with two backs. Okay, first of all, I have never had Cavassier. Cavassier. Okay, you made the beast with two backs, and nine months later, beautiful little self was born, right? What if you had stubbed your toe on your way to get into the room, right? Because you were trying to... Oh, avo- I would have still... No, no, no. You tried, <laughs> You were trying to avoid, right? You were trying to avoid something of your wife's on the floor. You stubbed your toe. You complained. She immediately got pissy about it, caused a fight, decided not to bone down, right? And then you went and jerked off. Okay? But that's not that's not necessarily the butterfly effect because... It would be. Not really. What I mean, I'm that would be if I went back and I stepped no, my no, toe. No, no, no. The butterfly effect is just... It, it's All it's saying is that... Anything can change it's, what there's, happens. There's infinite possibilities. Right. No, it's, it's not even about... It's not even about time travel. The butterfly effect, it just points out basically the fact that in in the universe, you could have any number of uh, possibilities. So what I'm saying is, is if there was such a thing as time travel, you wouldn't need to go through all the uh, work that Marty went to to alter stuff. I could basically go back to a certain time in my life, snap my fingers loud enough, cause my mom to look the wrong way, and not be looking in the car hits her and suddenly me and my brothers and sister aren't born. Right, I get it. So. so tie that back into aliens. Because um, I know you're going to go into a deep theory, not a theory. Well, that's uh, a belief that that's how they time travel. Well, right. I mean, that's how they travel through the stars. There's also a belief that we were created by aliens. Yes, the seeding like theory. sitcom almost. I've, I've well, yeah. I've kinda, I mean, the sitcom I mean, thing is. Like, I, I've seen that in a TV show like Futurama and stuff. Or. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, the, the the theory is that, you know, they also say, uh, you know, during the time of like the the atom bomb and the H bomb or all that, whatever that. I guess it's the same bomb, but, um, you know, that stuff's happening and extraterrestrials see this and they come down to see what the hell, dumb, fucking humans are doing on this planet and see if it's going to affect the cosmos. Yeah, right. it's like uh, I, th- I believe it's called and something like the point of singularity. Or, well, I don't know what it's called, but basically saying that, you know, our, our you know, they, they created us, we do some dumbass shit and they want to come down and make sure that we're not going to fuck the rest of the universe up. 
They do that in Star Trek. Star Wars is way better. Dude. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. If you're talking about aliens and you're talking about time travel, you need to talk about Star Trek. I know, I know. I just never got into it. But I that's just, that's that a, like in the in the canon of Star Trek, that's originally how uh it all started is because humans achieve space flight that would allow them to leave the solar system. Right. And there's aliens that just happen to be passing by and get involved. So Give me some of your conspiracies that you're just clinging to. Uh, I'll give you some shit that happened that they want you to think is conspiracy theory. Um, some about I heard something about uh, L.A. What is yes, it? so the the Battle of Los Angeles. Okay. Now, and the, and the thing is, Sounds is like a movie. Well, it was a movie. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was a movie where a bunch of Marines. Uh, end up taking on aliens who have just landed and are taking over. Wasn't that Cloverfield? No, that was that wasn't Marines. That was just a normal guy with a uh, camera. It was like two thousand seven ish, when all the found footage stuff was first kind of popping off. Like, do you remember the first found footage movie? Well, I think the first one that everyone remembers is Blair Witch. Yeah, it's so good. I don't know if there's anything about that before that. Uh, the, I mean, I'm the sure be- there was. The best thing about Blair Witch isn't Blair Witch. It's everything around Blair Witch at the time. I'm like MTV. That was well, that was everybody it. thought it was real. Yeah, and that was the same time that Fear was on MTV. Do you remember yeah. that show Fear? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was some good shit. So the Battle of Los Angeles. Now the thing is, is that it's also known as the Great Los Angeles Air Raid. Now, if you look online, there's a lot of sources like Wikipedia. Wikipedia will talk about it like it's a. Uh, like a conspiracy theory for a Japanese air attack. So depending on you, who you talk to, it's a conspiracy that there was an air attack from the Japanese that was covered up. Right. And if you talk to some other people, it was that there was a sighting of UFO, which would still count as Japanese you know, attack if no one knew that the Japanese were attacking. So I'll just read a little bit from the Wikipedia. The Battle of Los Angeles, also known as the Great Los Angeles Air Raid, is the name given by contemporary sources to a rumored attack on the mainland United States by Japan and the subsequent anti-aircraft artillery barrage. So basically, it was, uh, what was it, 1942, and just people in L.A. reported that there was basically like... Uh, in 1942? Yeah, this is 1942 during World War II. Okay. And this was like the time that like London was being attacked and we were, you know, under the belief that we were going to be attacked any day. Uh, and... I mean, I don't know all the particulars, but I do know that there was uh, people all across L.A. County were reporting that they were seeing, you know, lights in the sky, all this stuff. And supposedly uh, American aircraft airmen went up, dealt with it. There was a firefight in the sky. And then after the fact, they even like the Air Force came out and said, yes, it happened, all this stuff. And then recanted later. Like, when you say recanted, what do you mean? Like, they, they took it back? Like, redacted? Oh, yeah, sorry, guys. It turns out it's just a weather balloon. <laughs> yeah, our, our, our bad. Our, so they've, our never, bad. they've never fully come out and said this is what really happened? No. They're, they're they, sticking with their story? No, and it's, it's the thing of, like, at the, originally it was, and uh, the thing was the mayor at the time, the mayor of L.A., was making fun of the citizens for it was like came out did like a press conference with cameras and had like i think had one of his guys come out dressed as an alien or something or even had like a fake ufo that they uh and then like oh no that was sorry that was that's my bad that's recently that happened in the last few years that was recently that was like down in houston or something where the guy did it gotcha uh but this one yeah they at the time they were the Air Force was putting out stuff that, yeah, it's been dealt with, it's okay. And then the next day, they were they were putting out stuff that, yeah, it happened. And then the next day, put a retraction saying that it was just a weather balloon. Interesting, interesting. And that was the, that was the, what'd you call it, the Battle of Los Angeles? Yeah, Battle of Los Angeles. So... <coughs> I just, there's so many people that say they see UFOs, right? Right. 
There's a ton of them. Yeah, and some of them are the kind of people that, you know, I mean, I I, 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 I want to say no offense, but they look like crackpots. Well, didn't didn't they just say the U.S. released some, or the government released some? Yeah, but it was like they were saying the time was kind of sketch because it was at a point when there was other stuff going on that they thought it would be uh, kind of buried underneath all the other crap going on. Right, but haven't they, uh, didn't they release a bunch of stuff from Area 51? Like a bunch of redacted documents or, or classified documents that went public? Yeah, my understanding is there was a mass dump of stuff that was basically un, unredacted. Hmm. Which, I mean, a lot of people believe like the stuff they give us, or even the stuff like Area 51, like Area 51 is basically just a bunch of empty hangers. Where they, you know, not empty haters, but they basically, they send up spacecraft that, spacecraft, they send up crafts that are able to achieve some pretty impressive feats, but that's not the top, top secret. You know why? Because it's Area fucking 51. Everyone knows about it. The belief is that that's basically kind of the second run site where they kind of just use that as like the place to like get the cover site. Yeah, because, you know. Look at it. people saying they were going to, you know, uh, storm Area 51. Uh, I've even heard about, uh, where's the place in the Rockies? Colorado, there's that one place. I th- they, uh, it's where they set uh, Stargate. Oh, the, uh, the movie. Yeah, it's, supposed to, it's in the side of the mountain there. It's one of the places where actually if, uh, like, dignitaries and, like, uh, federal like personnel or whatnot can uh, evacuate to in the case of like natural disaster. I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, and I watched Stargate for like Cheyenne, over a decade. Well, Cheyenne, Cheyenne Mountain. Cheyenne Mountain. That's mm-hmm. it. Just outside of Colorado Springs. Right. But there's people that talk about that being actually like, you know, the new hotness for like conspiracy theories and alien testing. Well, they call it the, the Cheyenne The Cheyenne Mountain Complex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, honestly, if you were wanting to do this stuff away from prying eyes, you'd do it either at the North or South Pole. You would think. You might even see some strange lights. Some Aurora Borealis. Yeah, that's some other weird shit, right? Yeah, that all has to do with, like, the... Gases in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, gases and the magnetism. I don't know. I just know that, uh, you know, all the stuff that's coming forward and uh, the stuff that I've been reading lately, there's a book that uh, Dan Aykroyd recommends, and I'll have to give it to you, but it goes into depth about, it's basically all the newspaper articles, you know, from the 40s, 50s, 60s that are all these sightings. You know, there's hundreds, hundreds of them. I mean, it just continues for, for, you know, through the decades, there's just... Mm -hmm. More and more sightings. Uh, I think in the past there was probably sightings too, but who knows? I mean, there's there's a lot of unexplained stuff. I mean, the pyramids, you know. Right. They're, you know, they say the aliens built the pyramids. Well, it's, yeah, like I, like I was telling you before the show, uh, you can look back at, like, cave drawings, mm-hmm. uh, hieroglyphics on the inside of tombs and pyramids, and they'll show, you know, not humanoids that don't look quite human and also what looks a lot like ships that have been described by people in modern times right the disc uh, the saucer if you yeah the saucer you know and it's if it was just something where it was like you know oh there's a new uh someone you know went to a cornfield and did another crop circle See, I don't, I don't buy the crop circles. I think, I think crop circles are kind of a crock of shit. Yeah, but there's, there's different kinds. Right. There's ones where they've actually like taken like scientists out there, and you know, the scientists be like, yeah, someone had a board, right, like a two by four strapped to their feet, and they just moved over and they crushed the stalks. And then there's like, I mean, kudos to them for for making a yeah, it's still it's piece like piece of art basically. Yeah, it's, it's artwork, but but. Uh, but there's ones where it's like they're they've fallen down in a perfect spiral. There's no crushing. 
the ground is like irradiated and there's like just other weird stuff going on. Now, I'm not saying that that's not someone doing some weird shit to make that happen. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't really find the crop circles all that interesting as far as like the alien debate. Signs. Signs, yeah. Shit. You know how much I love Shemalama Ding Dong? M. Night of Shemalama Ding Dong. It just, he's one of my faves. I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm just kidding. I've only said you had a horrible taste. No, that is horrible. Yeah. I, I have yet to find one of his movies that I enjoy. It's, it's honestly, he's like, uh, it's They're like just terrible. What's well, like Stephen King? Okay. No, no, no. Shh, 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 shh. Don't you Look, dare wait, wait, him. wait. Stephen King is awesome, but his movies, when which it ca- were not his, well, except for the ones that were. Well, there was a few, and typically those were good. Well, there was one that he actually directed, and then there's ones that he was involved in. Right. But what I mean is not just the movies, but also in his stories. Mm-hmm. The endings have a tendency to kind of fall apart. Kind of lose steam the past, like, last 30 pages or so. How dare you? Except for The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon, which is my favorite story. Misery? Yeah, it's all right. But The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon is a beautiful story. I still go back to The Green Mile. And And then there was also Rage. But Rage you don't see much about because they don't release it right now because it's about a school shooting. Yeah. We can talk about uh, The Green Mile, though. Because, I mean, technically, it's kind of like John Coffey was an alien. Uh, or he was an angel, depending on who you talk to. Yeah, that's true. But then again, if you have aliens, are angels real? Or are they just well, aliens with powers? Mm, I don't know. Debatable. Good segue. But here's where I want to go with this. Now, what I'm curious about, so we, we have the sliding glass door right behind you. Yeah. What would you do right now? Now, it you can you can say what kind of alien it is. It's alien posing as human, looks human, uh, biped, quadruped, gray, whatever. It I prefer c- green. You prefer the green style? Yeah. yeah. Okay, about waist high, uh, black eyes. Know, actually, the alien, I, I, I think that uh, the alien I would prefer to actually see would be uh, Mars Attacks. Oh, shit. You know, I think those aliens had quite a... Uh, do you want them to behave like that? No. Okay. No. Those things look fucking creepy. I wouldn't want that. They just had huge brains. That's all they were. Yeah. Brains with eyes. That's fucking creepy. Well, that's, okay, I'm, I'm okay, a brain, but, but I don't have eyes. Getting back to the question. If one of the, if one of the okay, if one of one that looked like that was to pop through that little curtain behind you. Oh, I'd probably shit my pants. Okay. Like I want to hear like the breakdown. Like hey, what bud. would you do? I don't know if you know, but it's uh Time for another. Yeah. It's it's good. It's good. It happens. Take a little sip. Oh, man, that's cold. Okay, good Sorry, Miles. Yeah, it's fine. So what what would be the... I want to hear, like, the time frame. What would would you do? Like... And he's... I'm going to... We're going to say he's probably going to talk to you telepathically. Mm -hmm. uh, Or she. Or it. Who knows? Maybe this maybe alien race will not have genders. Well, I was gonna say maybe it's gender neutral. Yeah, it's it'd be gender like asexual, fluid. or it could just have reached. They could have reached a point Pansexual. of asexual. Okay, well that's determining their sexuality, and oh. I don't want to even think about that because those digits. Uh, but no, so they come through and they they're speaking to you telepathically. Okay. And originally, what they do is they just show you. They're showing you like sights. You're hearing sounds, and you're seeing like colors. And then over the course of however long, this telepathic is able to, this telepathic field is able to discern language and whether or not they're able to speak or they're speaking to you telepathically in English, they're able to communicate to you. Boom. And they're coming to you in an inquisitive and peaceful manner. Well, I'd probably sit and talk with them yeah. telepathically. Yeah. Because you would assume that they're going to read your thoughts, right? Uh, well, or, or let's 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 say that they have the ability to read your thoughts, mm-hmm. but like they are like this is a full on like they're making first contact, and for some reason they chose your dumbass to do it. Our dumbasses. Maybe they heard the podcast and they thought we were cool. Who knows? They, they could be listening right now. Uh, well, you're not broadcasting right now. You're just recording. 
You think so? Yeah. I mean, well, technically. Maybe we're on an AM station. I can tell you. I mean, technically, I guess you could say you're broadcasting, but I mean, it's. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do, to be honest with you. I I don't know what I would do. That's another topic. You know what? You know what I would do? I would try and discern if it was a female alien. No. Because you want to. And I'd pull a Jason Muse. I'd be really? the, I'd want to be the first guy to fuck an alien. <laughs> I could live off that for fifty years. I, I'm, uh, if I'm you kidding. made it, I'm kidding. Fifty years. Oh, you what? You think I get a space STD? <laughs> you might. You've got some new strain of uh, herpes, bud. Dude, the alien would probably give me the cure for COVID. Fuck. And then I'd be a millionaire. COVID. I'd just be going to all the places, being like, "Who wants some of what I got?" All right, I got I got one for you. Okay. Real time, mm-hmm. right now. Do you think aliens are on Earth? Right now. If you had if you had to say you thought one person was an alien, could you pick one? No human friend, Zach. <laughs> Honestly, you were Me? my first choice. Really? Yeah. I, I, I see that. I could I could buy that. Uh yeah. However, I, would, I know your backstory, so Well, it doesn't hey, what if I came from a race that looked completely like humans, uh, and my mother and father were scientists on a planet and the planet was doomed, so they sent me here in a little spacecraft and then I landed in Kansas. Oh for fuck's sake, I knew you were Kent. I fucking Kent, motherfucker. Yeah, except you have no powers. Well, that, that know you of. know of, right? If you, fucker, if you got fucking X-ray vision, yeah. and you're not sharing that shit, we're gonna have a fucking problem. I, okay, I can't share my powers with you. I can only I, see well, through I, shit. Okay, I get that, but you have the power. Why aren't we using it? And I say how, we. How do you know I'm not using we, it all the time? I know you're not using hey, it because you'd be rich. Hey, this conference table isn't made of lead. I see. I actually have seen it when we were out camping. That hurts, bro. It was cold. I mean, it wasn't that, really it, it wasn't that cold. But honestly, so if if you're putting like a gun to my head, mm-hmm. one person. Well, I mean, mul- you could have multiple. Oh no, like that the answer but. to that is me. If there was anyone who I like looked at and because so you're telling me you think you're an alien. No, I'm saying if I had to pick a human being that I know of or have seen that isn't like everyone else, it's me. No, I get that, but I'm saying if you watched somebody or talked to somebody or heard stories from somebody, and you're like, there's just something about this person, not quite right. Mm -hmm. They could be an alien. Who is that? Well, but that's what I'm saying is, is I'm the only one I know who's out of the ordinary not necessarily you know personally what you mean like a person in like culture yeah like pop culture yeah well people would go with like Michael Jackson or someone else like that someone else he's dead of, I'm pretty sure aliens could still die bud or maybe he went home are you want me to pick someone alive yeah well right they, can, they can come after me Elon Musk why because uh, his fucking brain's huge uh, well, because he has his ratio of intelligence to debilitating uh, social, uh, what did you call it, ticks or like he's socially inept. Well, it's yes and no. He honestly. To me, he acts like a normal guy who also is a rocket scientist. And most of the people I know, well, not know, but most of the people who I know of who are at that level of intelligence uh, have a certain type where it's, uh, they're all very bookish, very standoffish, kind of cold, and just kind of awkward. Okay. So when I look at Elon Musk and I see a guy who I could imagine him like 
having a beer and chilling out, smoking pot in a podcast. I don't know if that happened, did it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. But it was uh, it was in California, so it's all cool. That's to my boy Joe Rogan. Right. I love that podcast. It's good shit. Uh, but so yeah, that's that's probably the person I'd I pick. should probably segue real quick huh. and say that I say my boy Joe Rogan, but he's not really my boy. I wish he was. Oh yeah, he doesn't know who you are. No. And he doesn't no. care. But but Joe Rogan's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's good shit. He's pretty you know, he's uh He's fucking smart, to be honest with you. I mean he's fucking smart, to be honest with you. Like I think he's a pretty smart dude. Uh, I'd like um, we'll put it put it this way. There are people who are bright. Right? I like I'm bright. Okay, I saw that little look, and it's going to get my dick slapped across your forehead. Now, well, okay, there's nine different types of intelligence. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to go through them all, but it goes in, like, emotional, physical, you know, uh, all the different types of personal. Didn't they make a movie about this? I don't know. I don't know. Called Up, not Up. I don't know. Like, it's a kid's movie. Uh, if want the one about emotions? Yeah. Yeah, but that's about emotions. This is about intelligence. And it's basically stating that just because someone is good at book learning doesn't mean that they're the smartest person in the room. It's saying that there's other types of intelligence. Uh, whereas, like, you know, so when you talk about Joe Rogan being, like, smart, yeah, he's, he's like a smart dude, but he's not like an astrophysicist. No, 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 no. I just think he is... I think he is very well-versed. Mm-hmm. I think he... Studies the topics he wants to talk mm-hmm. about. I think that he probably is one of the. I, I don't know. He's just a smart dude. Fuck! Don't make me explain it. I, I will tell you what it is. He is open. He is very open. And that's that's the most important thing. Is the second that you close yourself off to any possibilities, that's the easiest way for you to look like you're well stupid. So. Elon Musk. That's mm-hmm. your guy. That's the guy other than me who I would look at and say, this guy so doesn't seem... so weird you say that because mm-hmm. obviously you were my first choice. We just talked about that. Yeah. But Elon Musk was my next choice. Really? Yeah. Right? Because he and seems like a frat boy who also has a genius intellect. Right. And, and, I, and I get that. Like, I I almost feel like... And, and, I, and I don't want to discredit him at all. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't want to speak ill of him because mm-hmm. I think he, I think a lot of his stuff he's working on is, is good. Uh, but I almost feel like he's like, he's borderline autistic. Oh yeah. On the spectrum. Um, you know, or what are the, you know, the idiot savant type deal. But I don't, cause I don't think he's dumb and I don't think he comes across dumb, but in, in a lot of the stuff that I've watched, he's not super well-versed. Like, he's not he, he doesn't come across as a people person. Mm-hmm. He doesn't come across as somebody that communicates well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't hold that against him, because when he does talk, he really does know what he's talking about. And you can tell that he believes in what he's talking about, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things I watched um, him talk about was the Neuralink, which is a microchip that right. they implant in your head. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can go into that in depth in another podcast someday, but 1984. For, me, for me, being, you know, legally blind mm-hmm. with the possibility of having something that I could potentially have implanted to fix the dead nerves in my eyes, right? Right. For me, I'm like, fuck, that is, that's fucking awesome. And I applaud the dude for even going down that road because it'll fix, you know, the theory is it'll fix people with vision issues, hearing issues, quadriplegics, paraplegics, Parkinson's, uh, Alzheimer's. I mean, there's so many good aspects to it. Mm -hmm. But then on the other hand, I'm like, is this motherfucker tracking me? I mean, is this motherfucker tracking me? What well, are they putting into my head? Well, are if they it's, gonna if it's tied into me? your central nervous system, they can even control your exactly. thoughts and are movements. Gonna, are they going to make me go and vote for somebody I don't want to vote for? 
we're not going to get political, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. is that a possibility? And that freaks me out. So I'm, I'm torn on it because, you know, if there was an alien that came to, came to me and said, Hey, I can fix your fucking eyesight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to think what strings are attached, right? That's the first thing you always go to. And anymore, I think, fuck, there's a possibility of that because who knows? Camel probe. It's going to be a rough choice. But I'm not going to lie, I'm probably going to make the choice. That would, okay, like nothing's wrong with my eyesight in so much as like on like your scale, like I'm like 20, 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like if You're going to take the anal probe. Well, like if, a, if an alien came to me and said, hey. I want uh, to anal probe you. Okay, <laughs> they're not going to be that forward. They're going to give me the. They're going to give me the. Are they going to give you a reach around first? Well, they're going to give me the carrot before they give me the stick. They're going to say, "Hey, I'll give you this if you let me probe your ass." They're not just oh, okay. going to say, "Hey, can I probe your ass?" So and he, then I'll give you this. Yeah. So he comes to me and he says, "Hey." So you know, I've got the like the problem with my shoulders, mm-hmm. uh, stuff in my head. Well, let's let's say let's say he says I can fix the stuff in your head and I can make you as smart as. Albert Einstein. Well, he doesn't even have to offer the thing about smarts. He could literally just offer to fix, you know, my my chemical imbalance and like all of like, you know, you know, where my neck broke, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Basically just say, hey, tip top physical shape at thirty seven. And I get a finger your butt. Yeah. Fuck your old butt. Getting up there. And he could say he wants to finger my butt. You're gonna you're gonna take the finger? Oh fuck yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I'd probably take it too. Yeah. I don't want to. I mean, I want to make that clear. I don't want to. Dude, I'm going to... But if it fixed my eyes, it, yeah, you know what? I'm probably going to deal with it. If if it's for scientific purposes for the aliens, you know, I'll do whatever he wants. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll describe mean, the sensations. Is, okay, here, let's go back to this. They always talk about aliens probing you in the butt, right? Right. What the fuck are they going to get from us from probing us in the butt? <laughs> I mean, that's where shit comes out. A good time. What do they possibly learn from I'm our I'm pretty record? sure you're the last person that should be giving someone a hard time over liking pup play. I'm just saying, what are they going to get from probing our butt? Okay, but here's something that you don't know about because you're not down with the conspiracy theories like I am. I'm talking real low so, so that they don't hear us. No, you, you got to talk loud so okay. I can hear you. You can't hear me? No, I want everybody to hear you. Okay, so I got I got to give a little bit of suspense to it. The aliens come from a planet that doesn't planet. It doesn't have an oxygen-rich atmosphere. It's methane-rich, bud. The aliens are coming here to farm our farts. I mean, there's a possibility of that, I guess. I I don't want to live in a world where that's what aliens do. <laughs> that would be such a letdown for me. That would be more of a like just I that's the one thing that gets me about aliens is everybody's always like, oh, they're going to probe you. They're going to probe you. They're going to. Well, and it's like probe me for what? I mean, if they want my shit, dude, I'll give it to them. (laughs) That's not a that's not a I can give it to them. But how many how many accounts have you actually heard of anal probing? I don't I, well you know maybe they don't specify anal probing but, but you've you've heard about it in movies, TV shows, all that stuff. Well it's been glamorized. I mean they have literally that's what glamorized I'm saying is, alien anal probing. That's what I'm saying is and how many of like the actual accounts of people were they like alien stuck a stinger up my butt? I don't know, but I honestly think we need to find that out. It's I, probably I, not a it's probably it's probably pretty high. I feel like the R rated edition of E. T. Finger on I mean, the butt. Was that his finger lighting it up, or was that something else? That was his finger. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, was it? Was that really a light on his finger? That was a light bulb because his finger had an idea that he was gonna put it up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I just that, like I said, you just you hear all about it. Well, it's the same thing about the the cows getting mutilated. People talk about the cows getting mutilated uh, by UFOs. It's like okay. Uh, so bovines, I don't understand what's so difficult about their anatomy that you'd have to, you know, turn a couple hundred or thousand inside out to understand what they're about. Maybe it's the multiple stomach thing. They just can't get past it. Maybe not. Maybe they. Maybe they want to know how to. 
I don't know. Maybe they want to know how they can advance themselves by putting multiple stomachs in them. Who, who knows? We don't know what their technology is, right? Yeah. So maybe for for us, when they probe our butt, they're discerning like what we're eating and what we're drinking and what is left over. What if the Galactic Emperor is new? From Scientology? <laughs> yeah, let's say him. <laughs> let's say he's still around. Okay. And he really likes putting it in the poop chute. <laughs> and he's look he's looking for an empress to rule the galaxy with him. But since he's an alien, they don't have uh, gender. Yeah, well or they don't have sexuality as we know it, so he's an equal opportunist. Okay. Right? And uh what if he is looking for uh someone with a nice Nice poop shoot. Uh, but what if he also likes hefty, hefty people? And he feels like if he can crossbreed us with a cow, we'd have four stomachs, so we could always be eating. So we'd have a nice dumper. I mean, there's. I mean that that is a theory. It, to it, to it, put it, some junk in a trunk. It is now a theory. It it has now actually yeah you're right it has now <laughs> become a theory. I mean. Well, I got to say, bud, on that note, um, we might need to end this episode. Right here? Well, I don't know where else we can go from a fucking human cowoid <laughs> poop shoot tracking Xenu galactic warrior finder. Yeah, I kind of feel like, honestly... I kind of feel like what we could do is go back to uh, like a tipping point here in the last little bit, mm-hmm. maybe uh, put a little cut in, and then we could come back and revisit it uh, next week, right at the beginning, because there's some other stuff I'd like to talk on, like the Ancient Alien show. Well, maybe. we can come back as another episode. I, I I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah, because there's a there's a mine of stuff we could go through. Oh, there is, and this is this is again just an iceberg tip. I mean, it's just a tipping point, just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah. I knew you were going to go there, so I stole it from you. Did you see how I did that? Yeah. All right. I did it. Sorry. Fucker. Hey, I can do what I can. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, it's been a good week. Mm-hmm. Look forward to talking to you next week. You too, bud. All right, man. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Last word. Good times, buddy. Good we'll, times. I don't know if we'll cut that out. We might leave it. I wonder if we should have a sign-off where we both get to have the last word. And we're out. We can figure that out, but I'm going to stop recording. Okay. Okay, man. Cool. Okay. Awesome.